Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. Now, what if I told you I was going to give you some free money? Would you feel a little cynical about that? Would you trust me? Would you actually follow me and believe me if I told you I was consistently going to give you free money? That is the question, and it's a really interesting one because we live in this noisy world where everyone is theoretically trying to give you something that they believe is valuable to you. And none more so than my guest today, someone who actually does give away genuine free money. It's a really interesting topic. And the issue that we're going to define, challenge and conquer is how you can build a loyal and trusting following, even with that cynicism, even in a noisy worldwide web, even in this world of distraction and complete and utter value add from social media, from eBooks, from everything that's out there. What is actually genuine? And especially think about it when it comes to money, free money. I mean, this guy has had such a challenge and I'm really looking forward to digging into how he has overcome that. And the person that I'm talking today is actually a man after my own heart, someone that has taught himself the technical side of his business, someone who is a a self-professed constant learner, someone that takes personal development really, really seriously. And my guest today has built such a fantastic business really around giving free money away. It blows my mind. It's amazing. So welcome to the show, Mr. Chris Holbrook. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. me. You are more than welcome. Now, free money. Tell us about that. (laughs) Okay. So uh, the the idea was that... um, I came up with the concept of a, of a postcode lottery when I heard the term postcode lottery on, on, a, on a news report talking about the, the provision of, of a breast cancer drug um, via the NHS. And at that point, uh, I, I probably wasn't listening in the way I should have been listening because the idea of a postcode lottery and whether it would work popped into my mind. Um, could you use um, a postcode uh, instead, of a, instead of numbers on a ticket uh, to allocate prizes? Then I, I, I thought it through, and because a postcode uh, refers to a, a relatively small number of people, say between one and and a hundred people, uh, it's quite a handy thing to use to allocate to allocate prizes. Yes, sometimes you'll get splits, but that just kind of adds to the excitement. Um, the problem was that I'm not a gambling man. In fact, I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life, so I didn't really want to uh, get into the gambling industry. Um, nor did I want to get into the nitty gritty of, of uh, taking payments online because, you know, it's, it's, there's so much, so much regulation and so, so many uh, hoops you have to jump through. So uh, almost through laziness, <laughs> I kind of, uh, I came up with the concept of a free ad funded lottery. Um, and part, part of the inspiration for this was uh, I was, I was uh, at the time very aware of uh, another website called the Million Dollar Homepage, uh, which uh, it got into the news because the developer sold uh, each pixel for for a dollar, and there was I think there was a million pixels on the page. So he, he he you know became a millionaire by by selling advertising space. So I think it was those two ideas that combined together, and you know the, the whole ad funded free lottery kind of followed. 
the million dollar homepage was just genius, wasn't it? It was yeah, such yeah. a genius idea. It was one of those things that when you see it, you think, damn. <laughs> you know, no, exactly, that's exactly what I thought at the time. So I, well, actually, I mean, I, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but people now say that to me. And you know, so it kind of, it, it feels great because I said that about, about the million dollar homepage. And now people say that about free postcode lottery uh, and it's just the best feeling ever. I love it. I love it. So how does it work then? Because, you know, it, most people that we have on the show, they, they sort of sell widgets or they're into marketing. And, you know, free postcode lotteries is, is a concept that some people just might not be familiar with, especially the machinations around it, how exactly it works. So just let's dig into that. How, how does it work? How do, how do you give that free money away? Okay. So, so in the most basic level, it's very much like a free to air uh, TV channel or uh, a, a commercial radio station. Or even a free newspaper. I mean, you know, when you when you're catching the train, if you're lucky enough to to to, to live in, in an area that, that has them, you can get free free newspapers. And obviously, someone has to pay for the journalists. Uh, uh, they, they don't do it out of love. They have to pay for the ink and they have to pay for the paper. Uh, and that's advertisers. So the, the concept is is a very very well worn one. Uh, people are already very familiar with it. The problem is, as soon as you put that online, um, people or, or well, actually it's been online as well because a lot there's a lot of um, ad funded. Um, websites that's common as well but as soon as you as, as you're seen rather than get to, to pay for journalists and pay for staff it's, 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 as soon as you start giving money directly back to the user they're naturally suspicious so it's kind of in one way it's a very familiar concept but in another way it's a very alien concept now the actual machinations it's a very simple thing you, it, people turn up to the website and you put your email address and postcode in um, I, I'm, I don't ask for anything else because it's none of my business. I don't want to know if you're male or female, how old you are. All I need to know is what is your postcode. It doesn't even have to be your postcode. What is a postcode that you want to use? And what's the email address uh, that I'll use to identify you if and when you win? Um, uh, once I've done that, the, the postcode goes into a, a kind of hat. It's obviously it's a, it's a database, but it works like a hat. So uh, every day at noon, uh, one of those postcodes is taken out of the hat. And the reason I'm using the hat analogy is because uh, if, uh, if you, if other people in your postcode also put their entry in, that means that there's more entries in the hat. So there's, it's more likely to be, to be chosen. So there is every, there's every reason to go and tell your neighbors about it. Um, it's really that simple. Wow. I'm just, I'm kind of just thinking through and just, just, just pondering that it's kind of like, um, I mean, obviously it's not the same thing, but it kind of reminds me of the pools. Can you remember the pools? My grandma used to play the pools, like, uh, you know, the football results and all that kind of thing. Yeah. The, I, I know it's a completely separate concept, but the thing that it's making me think of in that context is community because mm. like everyone bought into that community. Everyone was really <laughs> up for it. You know, everyone was talking about it and it was, it was this real tell your neighbors scenario, which I think is really interesting. And I love that. You, you can you can sort of see the word community thrown about online so often. And I know that there are communities that exist there. We've got mm -hmm. Facebook groups, we've got online communities, email lists and so on. But this can actually be a genuine offline community thing as well. You can have three or four neighbors working together and discussing this over the fence. You know, it's, it's kind of this, uh, it's like a really nice way of thinking about it that might be completely naive but it just that's just what it brings into my mind well no it's funny you say that actually um uh, what I, I i applied for the uh, the website of the year awards for 2014 last year um and uh, it didn't fit in any of the categories and i didn't want to put it into gambling so i thought well i'll put it into, into communities because you know it is like a community like you like you said right i thought there's no chance of winning because you know there'd be other you know other it's going up against facebook and twitter etc and it won 
Um, so obviously, people understand the community aspect of it, and that, and you, you've hit the nail on the head there. Um, and, and actually, you, you mentioned you know, neighbors talking to each other over the, over the fence. So there's um, one of, uh, of, of the uh, FPL superfans, as, as I call them, uh, a girl called Sher- Sheridan, uh, actually prints out um, leaflets and goes around to every house in her postcode area and put, puts the leaflets through the door to promote the site. And also to, because she wants, it doesn't matter if she wins, she wants her area to win. And, you know, there's no financial benefit for her neighbor. If, if um, the next postcode along wins, she doesn't get any money, but she wants her area to be represented. And it's, it's crazy, but wow. at the same time, amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you think about, I talk to so many marketers and, you know, being kind of in digital myself and, and you know, having a foot in marketing, people always go on about these brand ambassadors and, you know, they, they work really hard to build these super fans and, the fact that when you think about it on one hand, you dealt with all this cynicism to start with and you had to overcome the challenge of giving free money away, which no one believes. And now you've got people doing that. That is such a, that is such a testament to the, the, the work that you've put in, but also the quality of what you're putting out. The idea that, look, this is genuine. This is, this is not, there's no lies in this. This is just completely genuine. And I, I think that's amazing. I think you've done a fantastic job. That's blown my mind. And just to take it back a step to that cynicism, then let's talk about the early days. Mm-hmm. What were people's reactions when you said you can get free money, guys? What were you faced with? So uh, the, the, the very first mistake I made uh, was choosing April the 1st to launch the site. Wow. So the first thing I did is I went onto Facebook. Because you know, in my mind, I was thinking, this is like, all you need to do is, is, is post something to Facebook and then it goes viral. Ne- next thing you know, you sat on a yacht. Um, Obviously, that didn't happen because there was a, a natural uh, drag on, on the, 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 what do you call it, variability of it because of people's natural cynicism. You know? It's like they, they don't want to tell their friends they can get some free money and look gullible. So anyway, so, so April the 1st, I posted to Facebook and half the people were like, oh, very funny. Good joke. You're giving away free money. Um, uh, so because um, it was April Fool's Day, obviously. Uh, and it just so happened that that was the day that the site was ready and, and I wanted to, to, to hit the, the go button. Um, so, but after a week, uh, I was giving 10 pounds away to my friends effectively and they were loving it. Um, and then I kind of coaxed them to go and tell their friends and hopefully their friends would tell their friends. Uh, and it kind of grew a bit and, and for, for six months I was effectively running a charity where I was just giving away money to random people. Um, but it, it started to break even six months later. Um, and, uh, I, I got a sort of credit. Um, a few other websites like free stuff like cut UK who uh, sort of took it when I emailed them so very naively in the first week I, I emailed other websites saying look you know I've, I'm giving away money for free why don't you write about me and most of them said uh, no go away but free stuff cut UK picked it up um, wrote about it and looked at became a fan of the site and, and, and worked out the mechanics worked out the mathematics of it and um, and really, really um, sort of gave me that kind of leg up to start off to start off with. I also at the time um, uh, uh, posted on because uh, I was very naive. I didn't know the etiquette around around, around sort of internet posting, etc. Uh, so I actually went on to uh, Money Saving Expert Forum and said, "Hi everyone, I'm Chris. I've got this new business. And I'm giving away free money. Uh, aren't I amazing?" And then you know, five minutes later, I got an email saying, "You're banned." So, <laughs> yeah, so, so it was completely naive. You know, I was just like a bull in a china shop. But you know, the the uh, that kind of approach did kind of work because some people, I, I guess, it goes back to this whole you know Sheridan who, who goes around giving out um, uh, flyers. 
it's, you know, nine out of 10 people or eight out of 10 people will say, oh, you're gullible. I'm not going to go do that. But, you know, one or two uh, uh, people out of 10 will, will get it. The penny will drop and they'll think, wow, this is a great idea. I want to be involved. And it's that kind of those people, some people have been with the site since April the 1st, 2011, when it launched and they feel part of, they feel part of the, the movement, I guess. And it sounds, it sounds very grand calling it a movement, but, you know, they, they show off about how long they've been on the site and, and the narrative of the site kind of includes, it's inclusive of them as well. So, um, it, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag, really. So you get lots of cynicism, but at the same time, you get lots of, of people who go the extra mile and, and constantly surprise me. Have you ever had any public negativity that you've had to deal with? And if so, how have you dealt with that? Um, well, <laughs> I think public neg- negativity is an inevitability. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm pretty lucky so far in that nothing, you know, there hasn't been a, a bad review or a bad article. So, so I've never had negativity from anybody who matters. Mm-hmm. I have had negativity, negativity from trolls or maybe they don't call themselves trolls, but quite often, you know, there'll, there'll be um, an article on, there's an article on Yahoo, for example, and you know, people are going, going, Oh yeah, right. You're giving away free money. And, you're probably raking it in and all that kind of stuff. And you know, people are just, like I say, naturally cynical. And I think when they're hiding behind, um, hiding behind the computer screen, uh, you know, in the same way that they're, 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 they're vile to, to celebrities that they'll, they'll have, try to have fun by ripping apart other people's ideas. So yeah, I, 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 to start with that actually hurt quite a bit. You know, it's like it, the, the business is like a baby, you know, and, and I don't know if you have children, but if your children are sick, you get, you get a horrible feeling in your stomach. Um, the same, the same with the website. If someone, some, some, no, no matter how, how uh, worthless someone is, if someone says something nasty about my site, I still get that feeling. Um, but on the whole, uh, pretty universal positivity, which is great. That's an amazing position to be in. And you're right about the trolls. They're such a pain in the backside. You know, a lot of the time it's just pure jealousy. And how did your friends and family deal with this? Because it's kind of a, like if I went to my mum and said, mum, I've got a new business idea. I'm going to give money away. Like I'm from an old mining town in, in the north of England. She'd look at me as if I'd just told her that I was going to walk to Mars. You know, and it's, it's, I find that really interesting. How did you deal with that? Did you get support from family and friends? Was it, was it an odd, bit of an odd time in that respect? Well, not really. So at the time, I was, I was employed um, as a freelance web developer in London. So, you know, um, giving away, I mean, not to be vulgar, but giving away £10 a day wasn't really a doomed plan you know, this, you know you know i was like well i can give away 10 pounds a day for as long as as it takes if i keep yeah you know, at some point i gotta turn it off if it's if i'm not making any money back so you know it's a bit of it's a small risk right 10 pounds a day is, is quite a lot of money for a lot of people um so I, what, what i actually did notice when i when i told my family and my friends about it was uh for, for once they were saying this is a great idea um wow why don't i think of this and most of the time i'd, I'd be ridiculed um, you know, my friends who were the most, um, most critical of my ideas in the past were saying, this is brilliant, which is why I suppose that kind of spurred me on, you know, that, that kind of really led me to, 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 you know, really push it because the other people's, you know, people I cared about believed in it. Um, and that meant a lot. That's really powerful. It's, it's one thing to have the natural family and friends support that, you kind of expect, you know, it's, it's like I used to be in a band and you, I, could, I could write a song that was, like I knew it was terrible and I'd show it to my mum and she'd be like, man, that is the best song I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Um, 
but that that feels really genuine because you know you were running it alongside you kind of had the, the the side business going on at the time it felt fairly it's obviously not altruistic in insofar as it's a business but it feels initially much more altruistic than many other businesses do so i can see where that perhaps would have landed a little bit nicer with, with family and friends you know it's kind of a low risk thing to do really yeah i mean i mean at the end of the day you know i'm not hurting anyone if, if i want to waste my money by trying to give it away to people then you know who, who you know you can't who's going to stop me you know it's it's um you know it, it isn't altruistic of course if you look at it it's a business but um but i really do believe that um that there are business models that can be profitable and altruistic you know in inverted commas you know it's it's a uh, what really excites me is um, a business where everyone wins, and I, I, you know, I've not yet seen a loser. You know, there isn't someone saying, "Oh, I, you know, this this website disadvantages me for whatever reason." It's you know, it, and that's that's why I like it. There's, there's no way I would go and, and people say, "Oh, obviously you're up to doing some dodgy. You're going to be using our details and selling them on, or you're going to sell out, and then they're going to they're going to use our details and and." It, this is one way of approaching this system. You know what, what I say is, well, actually, the website's working as it is. Um, if I'm, if I'm, you know, if if I can make a living from this website, uh, and in a way that means that there are no losers, why would I then go and change what I'm doing to make more money? I, what really excites me is that the model benefits everyone, and and it's scalable. So the the, the mutual benefit grows. Do you see what I mean? What I like about that is it, it, it makes me think of the, the kind of entrepreneurial conversations that you have with either friends or mentors or, you know, people that have been entrepreneurs for a while and they always, they always come back to the point, just make sure you're earning enough. And that's what you're saying there, Chris, which I really like. You know, why would you need to sell out? Why would you chase that golden egg? Well, when- it could be huge. I mean, if I sold out, the website would be tiny. You know, it would uh, it would last maybe six months. I'd, I'd make a load of money, and then people kept cotton onto it, and it would die. You know, it, it, so what I'm saying is, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm the most uh, altruistic person in the world. I'm not a philanthropist, but it, it is a genuinely good um, business strategy to 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 be good and to help people and to and to be nice because it you will grow much bigger. Yeah, I love that. Completely agree with that. And just uh, before we dig into the community a little bit further. Has anyone tried to copy this? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's funny actually because uh, for th- the first three years it kind of ambled along a bit because uh, I didn't really push it as much as I could have. I and mean, I was, uh, I had my my full time job, and uh, yeah, I think I think when I had a little bit of success, I, I, I kind of thought I had the Midas touch. So I tried to create, I tried to rip it off myself. So I created a couple of other websites. Then they didn't, you know, they didn't. It was kind of I, I didn't have the same love for those as I did for FPL. So they were just a distraction. But um, so so three years in, the, the site started exploding in popularity, and now it's really into, since the press I've had, uh, it's really in people's consciousness. And so there have been uh, two or three uh, copy copycats, I suppose they are popping up, and one or two of them have, have got in touch with me saying, "Look, you know, uh, this is uh, uh, your website is inspiration for our website. Um, we we're fans, and we thought we'd we jump on the bandwagon." And I, and the only way I can respond to that is. Thanks for getting in touch. I really appreciate it. Do you want some help? So I'm getting involved. Websites who are doing this uh, um, and they're doing it well, and I'm, I'm happy that they're doing it in the right way. I'm going to get involved and help them because you know it, there's no opportunity cost between you know, using my site or another website that's giving away free money. You know, it's not like you can, you can only spend. Obviously, if you, <laughs> time is limited, but you know we've got plenty of we've got plenty of space left for other people to do this. 
So why wouldn't I, you know, get involved with another website that's doing this, and and, and we can share users, we can t- we can cross promote. You know, why not? Uh, everyone benefits because you know if they're giving away free money, and I can tell my users about it, then they can benefit. Um, and there have there, there's one example of a website which I won't mention that has gone and and and, and ripped off uh, my site, and and uh, they haven't got in touch, and um, it, it you know. I, I don't know. They're not owned by the most reputable company, so I, I'm a bit worried about what they're going to do. So, um, yes, it's, it's, I suppose like 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 with the users, it's a mixed bag. Some some are great, and some are not so great. I love that. And speaking of that, let's talk about this community then, because in the community realm, you are going to get people that rise to the top. You are going to get trolls. You're going to get people that challenge you, and it's going to become you know, it's going to become a hefty job to keep on top of that community. And mm. how have you, how have you gone about maintaining one, your sanity, but also your involvement in that community? Is there any, any sort of tactics that you've employed to stay on top of things with the community? Well, so I, I don't want to give myself too much credit because I, I wouldn't say the tactics. I'd say that I've stumbled upon uh, a strategy. Um, so for, uh, I, you know, I, I put um, a Facebook comments widget on each of the pages thinking, well, this is great for kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, for getting people, getting referral traffic through Facebook. But actually what it's done is it's, it's provided um, a place for people to discuss. You know, I'm, I, I, here's me thinking, why the hell would you discuss postcodes? But actually people are. <laughs> people are, uh, uh, and in a way, it's almost like a ticketing system. So if someone comes on and they're new and they say, oh, how does this work exactly? Other people will come on and say, oh, it works like this. Go check out the FAQ. So it, the community is actually becoming my marketing department. Um, and, you know, it, I feel bad because I'm not paying them. Well, I suppose I am in an indirect way. But, you know, they, they wouldn't do it unless they enjoyed it. So providing a space for the users to, to share and interact, it was a great idea, even though I didn't have the idea. It kind of happened by accident. I think you're absolutely right about the community helping each other and helping the new people within that community. We've we've got a community over at Podcast Websites, which is, again, it's Facebook-driven. And it's amazing because... You know, we get users sign up for a paid service and they're paying a monthly fee for this. Mm-hmm. And we operate support as you, as you should do. And, you know, we, we're there to help people. But very often we don't need to. They go into the Facebook group and they'll post a question yeah. and well, someone else answers. It's amazing. Yeah, no, this is the thing. So someone will email me. Um, but by the time I get to the email, if they've already made a comment on the, on, the, on the website, someone else will have answered it. So I couldn't possibly be as fast as, as my users are. You know, because there's... there's there's hundreds of them who will be there, who are there waiting for people to answer people's questions. It's just incredible. It's like having my own army. <laughs> I like that. It's like having yeah. your own army. Yeah. Free postcode lotarians. I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Super stuff. So, Chris, let's shift a gear a little bit and move into the actionable tips section of the show because, you know, we talk so much about community online and we, we've had John Lee Dumas talking about building the, the, the first 1,000 fans. We've had so many other people talking about how to build that community, but never have we had anyone that has built community through such, I want to say the word resistance, but as I say, more the word cynicism, as you said earlier on, you know, that you had a real challenge on your hands. So I know you've put together three tips to help people that may be struggling with building their own community. So let's dig in to actionable tip number one, please, sir. Okay. So the actionable tip number one is to be visible, transparent, and authentic. Um, Basically, don't behave like a business. So, you know, it's very tempting when you launch a business to uh, to say to refer to yourself as we, you know, to, to sound corporate, to sound professional. When actually, 
I think if, if someone can see a, a human behind it, a face, um, a person, uh, they will are, are more likely to believe in it um, and, and less likely to be cynical. So, you know, it, it took me a while to cotton on to this. You know, I think at first um, I, I used we, uh, uh, please get in touch with us, etc. Um, but then I think things started to change when I, when I, when I started blogging on the, on the site and so sort of, you know, referred to myself as Chris and uh, referred to us, sorry, referred to um, me rather than us. And um, it, I, th- I think it's mostly a product of not having any investment at some point. I think, I think a lot of businesses, they get a bit of early investment and they're like, well, I need to spend this now and be a real business. And they kind of get ahead of themselves and they kind of try to sound businessy. But I actually think that's quite off-putting, especially when you're, when you're, you're, you're doing what I'm doing and you're giving stuff away. I think people... We've got past the point where people trust people in suits. You know, the, the politicians have let us down. The press have let us down. Um, it, it's the bankers have let us down. It's you know, a, a, a suit is a, is kind of it's kind of a, it's hiding something these days. I think I think uh, people are very much into the uh, to the you know the, the antiheroes, people who are just um, people who are authentic, people who who they can trust to to be telling the truth. So I think coming out as myself. Uh, it's really, really helped. So, so being visible and telling the truth, being transparent, and just being myself, authentic, uh, has really, really helped. That mother, if you are listening, is why I persistently turn up to meetings in a Green Lantern t-shirt. And you can stop telling me now that it's not all right to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I I used, I <laughs> honestly, I had the same, very, very same discussion with my mum a while ago. I think I'd been to a meeting and I rocked up at her house for a cuppa on the way back and. I was in like some yellow Adidas trainers, like these retro trainers that that I just love, and I don't know why, because they're probably pretty grotesque, and just and a Green Lantern t-shirt, and we just closed a contract, and she said, "What are you doing, turning up like that?" It's it's kind of not embarrassing, but you know, you, you you go back to being a kid, and you turn up for your first interview in a suit that's too big for you, and some dodgy shoes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just not a fan of, of of dressing differently or talking differently to than how you would usually dress or talk. You know, it's I'm not hiding anything. So, so if I if I turn up in a in a, in a Green Lantern T-shirt, then I, I'd hope that people would think, well, this guy is is pretty transparent. He's not hiding anything. You know? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. So yeah, I think I think also it's the, people people like I really I really do believe that people actually like. And whilst whilst you could argue that, especially in London uh, or bigger cities, that people are pretty unfriendly these days. I think people have a natural uh, desire to know people. Um, and I think this is why people, why there's such a celebrity culture. You know, why do people care about who, you know, who's dating who? Um, I think if, if you make yourself known and you, you tell a, a, an authentic story, people will naturally want to get to know you and they'll listen to what you're saying and they'll believe in your narrative. And I think that's something that people really need to tap into. I completely buy into that 100%. Mm. Superb tip. Be visible, transparent, and authentic. And the second actionable tip, please, sir. Second actionable tip is cultivate your user base. Um, we have discussed this already, um, but it's worth reiterating. Um, my, my user base is effectively my marketing department or, or the, my army. What, what did you call them? The free postcode lottery? Lotarians, was it? Lotarians. <laughs> um, um, so you know, there's, give them space. To, to, uh, to interact. Don't assume that people won't. I, for, for the first few years, I was like, well, why on earth would someone post a comment? But people do. In fact, it takes up a lot of my time sifting through all the comments. So yeah, um, allow your users to become part of the website. And if you're being grand, like I am, a part of the movement. 
Um, the other thing is it, it always exploit opportunities to delight your users or your customers. You know, it's not just about websites. I think this is like a, this is a complete no-brainer. You know, um, my mom always told me about when she was uh, when she was a kid. She she bought a, a dodgy uh, crunchy bar, um, and uh, she she wrote to Cadbury's and they sent her a box of crunchies, and that, they've taken that threat and they've turned it around. They've turned they turned it into an opportunity. It's an opportunity to 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 speak to a customer and delight them. And now, I mean, she's still telling the story like forty years on. You know, it's um so. For an example of free postcode lottery is, you know, if someone claims the prize and I happen to be sat um, in front of my computer, which is quite often, um, I'll pay immediately because I know that, you know, they're excited. They've clicked the collect button and they're, like, they're probably jumping up and down. I, I don't know how different people react. But if they then see a, an email from PayPal saying you've been paid X amount of money, then it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to amplify that excitement and they're going to tell more and more people about it. And, it's, you know, it, it makes the whole experience for them just heightens the experience for them. So I, I don't see why some people will sit on uh, a payment for as long as possible. Probably, I suppose they do it uh, for earning interest. If that's possible these days. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know I mean, it's, it's, why have a thirty-day payment clause or whatever? I, I, I would, you know, pay them immediately uh, and capitalize on their excitement. Um, yeah. So uh, that's basically actionable tip number two: cultivate your user base. Super stuff. I love that. And I, I, again, I completely agree with the, the notion of delighting people. I think that's so important these days. It helps you cut through the noise as well. So actionable tip number three, the third and final piece of actionable advice. Okay. Number three is persevere and be patient. Um, <laughs> the web is a very noisy and cynical place as we've touched upon. It's, uh, this, you know, it's very difficult to be heard. Um, and it is very tempting to give up. Um, you know, it, there were times when I was just uh, despairing. You know, I'd be doing all sorts of stuff, um, trying to get my site featured here and there, and I'd never get responses. And then you know, I remember, like in very early days, I went to go play cricket, which is something I, I, I very rarely do because I can't play cricket. Um, but whilst I was out in the field, um, people were, uh, registrations were pouring in. I didn't have any phone reception, so I couldn't check my emails. Couldn't see what was happening, and. You know, it, the the good stuff happens when you're not expecting it. You know, it's it becomes very easy to get disheartened and sort of hang your head and think, well, no matter what I do, it doesn't make a difference. Point is, the difference will come later, uh, or it'll come when you don't expect it. Um, so don't get disheartened. And the other thing is, don't get distracted either. I mean, the like I said before, uh, I kind of I got my first few thousand users and thought, right, I've got a Midas touch. I'm going to create more websites and. And, you know, I'll, you know, so walk around like I own the place, you know, and uh, that was just a distraction. And actually, I think uh, we could have been what the site could be where it is now two years ago, three years ago, had I not got distracted. So, uh, so just, you know, if, if, if an idea is working, then put as much of your time into it as you can, because a lot of ideas don't work, not because they're bad ideas, but because sometimes they, ju they just don't gain traction and, it, and they can ultimately become a massive distraction. I love that. Persevere and be patient. I think that is that is such a like when you think about the world that we live in with the internet and you know the the, the whole the whole app culture and these billion dollar startups. You know, people just see the tip of the iceberg, yeah, and they assume that it's happened overnight. And I, I completely buy into that. You just got to persevere. And you've just got to be patient because good things happen when you are playing cricket or when you're on the golf course. You can't <laughs> you can't force things, can you? Yeah, well, it actually reminds me. The, the um, you know, I said that earlier that one of the first things I did was I, I emailed. So I went to the, the money saving expert forums or fora, as we how you say. It. Um, 
uh, and and posted about my site and I got banned. But actually, you know, two years later, they contacted me saying, we'd like to tell our, our user base about you. I was like, oh, really? Uh, how many is that? And it's over 9 million people. So, uh, you know, the, the, the two years I was, I was frightened to go back and speak to them, they actually got used to the site. And actually, some, somebody in the, um, in the office won. So they knew it was genuine. And actually, since then, I've got to know them a bit. And apparently, the, they all have uh, each other's postcodes on a post-it note on their monitors so that if somebody's not in for the day, uh, they, don't, they won't miss out on the win. Uh, you know, they can get called and say, oh, you've won today. So it's just great. You know, I've gone from, from being banned from my website to you know, having them as a, as, a, as a big fan of my site. So it's just, just be patient. That's amazing. Chris, you've got an amazing story and you've got such a fantastic business. That has been such an insightful chat. I've really, really enjoyed that. So thanks so much for doing that. And just before we stick a pin in it for the day, where's the best place to connect with you online? So any preference? Um, well, it, it, the, the freepostcolorio.com forward slash contact is a great way to get in touch. Otherwise, on LinkedIn, if you search for Chris Holbrook, H-O-L-B-R-O-O-K, um, otherwise, uh, you can email me at chris at chrisholbrook.com. Um, and failing that, uh, just Google <laughs> and find my website or find uh, free postcode lottery and just, uh, just follow the instructions. Beautiful. Thank you, Chris. That has been such a great chat. As I say, I've really, really enjoyed that. Thanks for joining me. Lovely. Thanks for having me. Guys, for you listening out there, don't forget, if you've missed anything, if there's anything that you want to recap, you know what I'm going to say. Everything, all of the show notes, all the links that myself and Chris have spoken about will be available at excellence-expected.com. And whilst you're over there, don't forget, you can get some free stuff. Everyone likes free stuff. It's the subject of the day. And the free stuff I'm talking about is there's a couple of free ebooks on there. I'm putting some free Skype sessions out with me if you want to talk digital strategy, if you want to talk building your business or sorting out your own work-life harmony. Just jump on there. Let's grab a Skype. I'd love to talk to you. And if you've enjoyed what Chris and myself have spoken about, do us a favor, tell a friend, please. That will be delightful. And until next time, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.